So we're starting Daf Kuf Yud Aleph Amad Aleph from the Mishnah. Hachayshish Bishina of somebody who feels pain and he has a toothache. So lo yigma behemes hachaymets. He should not um, swallow vinegar for refua. Okay, because then the only reason somebody would actually be swallowing vinegar, drinking vinegar and swallowing it is for refua purposes. And like we said, you can't have a refua that's nicker that it's for refua on Chavez. However, he can dip it. You can use you can have a vinegar dip. He dips his bread in it. And so now he's eating vinegar the normal way. And um, it looks like he's, uh, you know, just eating vinegar. And uh, his tooth gets healed in the mail, and that's fine. And this dropping, this dropping, and if his tooth gets healed in the mail, he's fine. Someone who feels, uh, has a stomachache. He can't um, uh, smear wine, yayin uh, it's wine or vinegar on that area, but but he can smear shemen. Shemen is a, a normal, they used to use normally for moisturizing, so that would be fine. However, not this rose oil, because Rashi explains this is very, very expensive, and if you see someone using this, you know it's for a fool. They wouldn't just use this, you know, moisturizer costs, you know, 99 cents in the store, and uh, medicine costs a lot more than that. But, however, royals, they can, because they can, uh, they can smear with the Shemin Barad, because for them it would be normal to use something that's very expensive as a uh, normal moisturizer. I'm not going to say back on loss of because that's the normal way they would do it during the week anyway. Rav Shimon says, no, you can't be Machalik. There is no difference between Kol Yisrael B'nei Malach and Hain. That there is no difference that all uh, um, all B'nei Yisrael are B'nei Malachim, and therefore you are able to um, every Jew is able to to use the Shem and Barry. Remember the Ravacha Aricha, the tall Ravacha, asked the Stira, the Ravacha Bar Papa, he's Ravacha Bar Papa, the Ravavah. Tanan, we said in the Mishnah, Hachoshish Vishinov, Lo Yigma Bemes Hachoimates, that someone who has a toothache, they cannot, they may not swallow vinegar. Lememra, the Chaimets, Mahal, the Shinayim. Really, are we saying that vinegar is actually good for the teeth? The pasuk says that uh, it's as painful as uh, it it it, it uh, compares something painful to like vinegar for the teeth and smoke for the eyes. Right? These are things that are damaging. So, so how we can understand that here it seems to be it have medicinal purposes. So Mar says like Kasha It depends on what type of vinegar. It's if it's raw, you know, raw fruit or unripe fruit vinegar then it's not going to be good. But regular vinegar is good for your teeth. Either way, it's vinegar. And there's no difference between the different vinegars. However, what is the difference? Depends on if you have if you have a toothache. So if if one has a toothache, then it will in fact heal. However, if somebody does not even have a toothache at all, then it will actually make it worse. It will not heal. Okay, so Viter in the mission of the Gemara says, One may not swallow vinegar. So the Gemara asks like this, that even drinking vinegar, right, gargling it and drinking it, that is not a, uh, that's not a problem at all. We said that you, you may only not gargle and spit it out. You can swallow it. That our Mishnah, when our Mishnah said 
that you can only dip vinegar, you can't swallow it. It meant, the dipping was labdapka, it meant that you can't um, gargle it and spit it out, because that's what you do to a medicine. That's what you do to a, an oral rinse, okay? But, you go to the dentist, they give you some hydrogen peroxide rinse or some chlorhexidine rinse, you, you gargle it and you spit it out. But if, um, but if, but if you actually swallow it, then it's fine. So, Rava Amar, no. He wants to say, Even if one swallows it and, uh, even if one drinks it, gargles it and swallows it, it, all, it still depends. It depends when you are, um, when you are Bolea. Okay, so Magamea Bolea would still be Usser if it's after Tibol, meaning you already ate, you already did all your dipping, so now it's not Mugach that you'd be using it at all. Okay, but <clears throat> if it's before you're eating, then it could be within the realm of possibility that you're swallowing it. The name of If you want to say that before you sit down to eat, it would be normal to um, it, it would be normal to swallow to drink and swallow vinegar, and it's only after achila where it's not. However, let us say that since something is allowed before you actually dip and eat, so too it should be allowed afterwards. Why? Rubble holds up a concept called hut. Hoyle says that since you're allowed to do something in one instance, you're allowed to do it in a different instance. So here, what we mean is that on Shabbos, you are allowed to drink vinegar before you eat. So since you're allowed to drink vinegar on Shabbos, even though it's before you eat, you should also be allowed to drink vinegar on Shabbos, even though it's now after, you're holding by after you already ate. Why? Where do we see that Rabbah holds in this concept of Hoyle? The Amar Rabbah. Rabbah holds, There's nothing that is mutter on Shabbos and Asr on Yom Kippur. Okay, why? And here the Gemara is going to be specifically referring to tefillah. That there's a concept of that one is allowed to be titled on Shabbos because it looks, it's near a kimmaker. It looks like you are cooling yourself off. What's the problem going into a mikvah? The problem going into a mikvah, let's say for Caleb or for a person who needs to go to a mikvah, is, is that it's, it's, a, it's an issue of misaki, specific to a kli, you'll be misaki kli. Okay, so it looks like you're fixing something. However, on Shabbos, we allow you to go into a mikvah because it looks like it, it, it looks like you're going in there to not to fix something, but rather to just cool off. You're taking a dip in the pool. So, since on Shabbos you're allowed to do it, rubber holds up hoyle. Dhamma rubble, let them eat the Shabbos shari, something that's mut- there's nothing that's mutter on Shabbos you make a burn also, and that will be also on your paper. Hoyle the Bishabbas shari, the Yomaki burn nami shari. Right? So we see that rubber holds with this concept that since you're allowed to go into the mikvah on Shabbos because it's near a kimmaker, it looks like you're cooling yourself off. So to on Yom Kippur, where it's usher to go to cool yourself off, it's usher to wash, to wash oneself. Still, because it's allowed on Shabbos, we're going to allow it on Yom Kippur. Okay, so therefore, so too here, we should say that since you are allowed to drink this vinegar and swallow it before you eat, so too you should be able to drink this vinegar and swallow it after you eat. So the Gemara says, Hagar be rava meha. Rava goes he goes back from Yeshita that he said here, and really he's gonna be he's gonna be chazered like Abaya, and Rava holds a pile, and therefore there is no difference. And Elamai, you have to say that the Mishnah here that's saying that swallowing vinegar for your toothache is is uh, gargling vinegar for your toothache is usher, 
That is only if you spit it out. But if you swallow it, it will be mutter like tibol. So, who says that he's going back on what he said here? Maybe Maybe he goes back on the whole hoyo concept. So, the says, that doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. The time you put it says, we see this clearly. Um, that we have that anybody who's chayv in tefillah can um, go to the mikvah, even they can go even on tishma So Rabbi had no option to go back on that hoyl. And Elamai, we see that the concept of hoyl stands, and he must have been chayzer here. So someone who has a stomach ache. So we said they're allowed to not allowed. They are not allowed to. Um, smear themselves with wine and vinegar, but they are allowed to smear with shemen. Some are allowed to preserve them and rabbalach of shemen. Shemen, what did Shemen say? Shemen said, right, and then the Tanakhama said, but not shemen very, not the very expensive oil, only only for royals, but for regular people, it looks like a refua. Shemen said, kol b'nei Yisrael, kol, kol Yisrael b'nei malachim, that uh, every 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 Jew is considered being malachim, and therefore we can all use shemen very. And what in essence, Shemen is saying, okay. That what we're in essence is saying is that you can't have something that one Jew is allowed to do and another Jew is not allowed to do. Okay, in, in this regard, in general rule, um, you know we don't have uh, status classes for different yisurim. So, um, So Rav, we say, we're now saying b'shem Rav. That's the point here. That the halachas are gruvshim. So practically, Gemara that the halachas are gruvshim, and the way Rashi explains that the meimah derived gruvshim. It's really you want to say that Rav. Rishimin generally throughout Shabbos we find is the more Mekel Shita. Rabbi Yehuda is the more Machmer Shita. That even though here this is not the reason, but right? we've seen all these concepts where Rishimin is more Mekel and Rabbi Yehuda is more Machmer. And generally Rav and Rav Paskins like Rabbi Yehuda, but Amar Rav Sini Barchia Mishmei the Rav. What do we? We're going to bring a specific din here. We say Mishmei the Rav Hai Muschaira de Nizaisa. So the, these are stoppers for the barrels. So they used to have a barrel. You know, it was open on the top, and they wanted to uh, plug it up. So we said, Asr Vahadika, or it's Asr to put in into the hole different rags, Biyayim Okay, Anyantif, you're not allowed to put it in there to reclose up the wine barrel because it's a problem of Sita, even though you're not being the Chavin. So Dabrashain and Miskabain, if Shimon holds his mother, right? He's the only more meaningful one. And you holds Asr. And here, Rav is holding Asr. So it sounds like Rav does not hold your Shimon the Indian Shabbos. Okay, um, so the Gemara says, no, don't bring me a raya from the case of, of, of closing up the barrel with rags, because by here, feel the Rav Shimon Maida, the Baibarava, the Amrita Bayu, Maida Rav Shimon, the Sikresha Vilayamos, that when did we say Rav Shimon holds that if it's a Dabrashain and a Skabin, it's going to be mutter, you don't have it, you don't hear, you don't intend to squeeze out, let's say there's wine in the rags, and you're going to put the rags into the barrel stopper, you don't intend to squeeze anything out, that is only if it's not for sure going to happen, but if it's together with Sikresha, if it's for sure going to happen, the wine's going to get squeezed out, then it's going to be Asr. And not only that, we also have Rav Chiyah Marav says, So we see, generally, Rav's going to hold like Rav Yehuda, and Shmuel is going to hold like Rav Shimon. Rav Chiyah Barav and Masni, the Gavri, and Rav Chiyah Masni learned it without uh, quoting with shame other people. He said very simply, Rav said, Shmuel said, so we see that the Indian Shabbos, Rab holds Allah's Shimon. So why would Rab here 
say that the halachas like Rav Shimon, when it comes to the Shemin of B'nai Malachim, that Rav Shimon holds that all, everyone, because we don't have uh, different status, you know, class statuses, that everyone is allowed to use this very expensive oil. So, Elam Rava, Ani, Ba'arisha, Ba'chabura, Umanu, me and the lion, and who is this lion? Who is the Ari and the Chabura, Rechiel Aravin? How did we understand this, this Kasha? He says, Halachah Rav Shimon, Bala, Mitanei. What, what we were quoting Rav over here, what he meant to say was, the Allah is like Rav Shimon, practically, but not for Rav Shimon's reason. My Allah is like Rav Shimon, so why are we going to understand that? But not for the same reason. That maybe Rav Shimon held that the reason, the Allah maybe we said, okay, that the Allah is like Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon holds it will actually heal, it's a good medicine, and still, he allows it because he holds there's no class status difference, b'nei malachim, and Rav holds it won't heal at all. So really, Rav doesn't hold the Rav Shimon, he just, ha- Rav happens to hold that this Shemin there, it doesn't have any healing properties, and therefore there's no reason to ask her for refuel purposes. Okay, and that's why he, in end, he, he ends up holding like Rav Shimon. Okay, so Mar says, really? You want to say the Shemin Barrett doesn't heal? We said that it certainly works for the royals. You can't tell me that medicine works on somebody that is a B'nai Melech, but it can't work on a regular person. So obviously we see that it must heal, and if it must heal, Rav has to agree to that. Okay? So Ella, so how are we going to explain this halachah for Shimon and Labitameh? Halachah for Shimon, the Labitameh, to either of Shimon, Savar, Apar, Gabdo, Rav Shimon holds, even though it is not common, Shari. What Rav Shimon is saying is, the reason why you, you can use regular oil, but not Shemin Barret, is because Shemin Barret is very expensive, it's not common, it's very expensive, and therefore, it appears like it, only, it would only be used as medicine for Menei Malach. Okay? But, the Rav Savar, Ishchiachin, Ishchiachin, Rav holds it, no. If it is commonly used as an oil, as a moisturizer, then you're allowed to use it. If it's not commonly used as a moisturizer, you can't. And if it's only used by a very select few as a moisturizer, and the majority of people use it for refuva, then it would be also to use on Shabbos. However, in Rav's place, they had uh, plenty of mishcha uh, de the pricing wasn't so high, and it was normal to use it for everybody. And therefore, what Rav is saying is, I allowed Shemin Bered to be used. Allah in my area is that Allah is like a Shemin that Lamaisa you're allowed to use Shemin Bered, but not not for Shemin's reasoning that we don't have difference in classes. No, it's only because it's Shiach in my area, and that's why you're allowed to use it. Hadron Allah, Shemina Okay, so the Mishnah here is going to talk about different types of knots. So we know that there's an Isser to tie a knot, and it's only going to be Usser if it's a, what's called a Kesher Shekayama, if the knot's going to last. And we'll see, the Gemara is going to basically go through in the preview that we're going to have three statuses of knots, okay? There's like the three statuses of Shabbos. There's something you're going to be Chaya for. There's something that's going to be Pater Aval Aser. And then there's something that's going to be Pater Gumater, okay? And what we say is that if it is a Kesha Shokayama, meaning the knot is meant to be permanent, then you're going to be Chaya for tying that knot on Shabbos. If it is semi-permanent, meaning you leave it there for, let's say, a week, two weeks, you leave it there for a period of time, then it's going to be patravel aser. However, if it is something, you know, like a knot on, on a bow, on a shirt, or a piece of clothing that you tie and untie every single day, that is patravel mutter. That you are absolutely allowed to do on Shabbos. So with that, let's get started. 
And these are the Nasha Chayavim Alim that you're going to be Chayav for. Kesher HaGamalim, the not used to tie the camel. And we'll explain in the Gemara what this means. The Kesher HaSefanim, and the not used to tie a boats. Shem Shu Chayav Al Kishuram, just like you're going to be Chayav for tying these knots. Kachu Chayav Al Hatzema. So too, you will be Chayav for untying them. It goes both ways. The mayor says that if you can untie a knot with one hand, that is not considered untying a kasher shakayam. And therefore, you're going to be putter for untying. So now, first of all, we want to understand my zaktagamara, my kasher agamal, the kasher spot. What does it mean, the knot of the camel and the knot of the boat? Now, let's both the camel and the boats. So the way you would tie them up is they had a ring. We have this, I don't know if we visualize this, but in Bamban in, in, in Behema, that a camel goes out with a bit, right, or a ring in its uh, in its nose, okay? And so now they would tie the ring to the camel, and that ring would be affixed permanently. And then when they needed to actually take the camel out, they would tie a leash to the ring on the camel, so too at the boat. The boat had a ring that was permanently was tied to the ship, permanently affixed. And then when it gets a port, so they would tie up a rope to the ring to hold the ship in place. So now, my Kesher Agamal and Kesher Asfana, what does it mean? The knots of the camels and the knots of the boats. If you want to say we're talking about the knots that are tied to the nose, the Kitra de Katri Beistrida, or the, the ring, right, is so... We're saying now, if you want to say it's the leash, the leash that you tie to the ring, or the kitchen the kachi, the istridia, right? If or if you want to say it's the string that you're tying into the ring on the ship, it doesn't last, right? As soon as the ship leaves port, port, they untie that string. As soon as uh, you know you're done leading the camel out, you bring it back to the barn or wherever. Okay, you bring it back to your field, so you take out the leash. Ella must be kitra the zamagufa We're talking about the knot that was used to affix the ring to the camel or the ring to the ship, and those permanently stay either in the camel or in the ship, and that's why it's considered kesher kayama, and that's why you're going to be chayiv. Now, in the mission of a mayor said any kesher that you can untie with one hand, you're going to be potter. So now, what about aniva? What about a bow? When do you tie a bow? It's not a knot. You're not tying a knot, but a bow. You're a mayor mouth. And an aniva can be done. You can undo a bow with one hand, right? You just pull one side of it and the bow falls apart. But if you could have a very, very strong bow, that'll never get undone. So who was Rameir Dafka when he said that you're not gonna be higher for untying something that can be undone with one hand, and therefore it's Dafka, and he could untie an aniva with one hand. What he meant to say that if you're not higher for tying something with one hand is if it's not tied very tightly. So too, um, you know, but this aniva is tied tightly. And therefore, even though you can untie uh, an aniva with one hand, Romeo was only talking about a, a loose kesher that you could untie with one hand. He was not talking about an aniva. An aniva will still be ushered to untie. Bahamahadik, and that this aniva is tied tight. Teku, Mario does not answer it. Okay, next mission. There are some knots that are not going to be chayiv like the kesher agamal or kesher asfanim. Okay? Period. Now, kesher and isha, and that, and this is what the Gemara is going to explain in a second, this refers to the second category of things that are patr al And now we're going to move on to the third category, which is patr al mutr. Kesheres isha mi pesach A woman may uh, tie the opening of her shirt, 
And Rashi explains that the woman's shirts in those days, they were like a priest's collar. And what that means is that they didn't just tie one way, it tied from right to left. And then on top of that, you would tie from left to right, or vice versa. But it was basically double tied, not a double knot, but there were two ties. And we'll see in the Gemara exactly what the Chiddush is there. She can tie this type of shirt that is double, you know, that there's two uh, enclosures. The and the strings of her hat. or of her girdle. A person may tie his shoelaces on Shabbos. And if you have a flask of wine, the or oil. The or you can tie, um, you know, they have some sort of tying enclosures on their pots. You are able to tie an animal so that it does not escape. Okay, let's see the Gemara. So we're just going to address the first one right now. We said, So we said there are some you are not going to be high for. We see that these are Pater Aval Aser. There's no Chiyah, but it's still Aser to do. And then we went straight to Mutter. We said that she's allowed to do that even the Chachila. So the Gemara says, like I explained in the Mishnah, there's a period there. Hachikamar. Yeish Sharm She'ein Chayom Malem Kikesher Gamalem O Kikesher Svanim. There are knots that you're not going to be Chayev like the knots of a camel and like the knots of a ship. Umaynihu. And what are those? Kitra. The Kitra. The Zama. The Kitra. The Kitra. The Istrida. Those are the the tying the leash to the ring that's permanently affixed in the camel or tying the string to the ring on the boat that's permanently affixed there. And since those get, get Rashi explains here, he says because sometimes uh, why is it going to be patra avalaser? Because they'll leave it there for a week or two. Sometimes, right? You might take the camel out on a long trip. The leash will be affixed there for a week, right? Um, and therefore, there is still going to be an iser. The yesh, and then there are some that are much like and then we're going to go on to explain all these in the coming plot, the things where it's absolutely mutter for a woman to tie, or a person to tie lechachila on Shabbos. Okay? Um, and just, I'll just read through the review here. Okay, it says that um, if you have a toothache, you may not swallow vinegar because it looks like a refuah. But you may, okay, you may dip it in vinegar. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, you can't swallow vin- vinegar for the toothache, but you can dip your bread in it. If um, so, and we said that um, <clears throat> Abaya said that you. What does this mean? Because you cannot, one, you, one may not swallow, gargle and, and, and spit out, but you can gargle. And the mission said you can't um, gargle it, you can't drink it. It meant you cannot drink it or gargle it and spit it out, because that looks like we're a fool. But if you swallow it, it's going to be okay. Rabbi said it was going to be usher, but then because of Rabbi Shita of Hoyle, we said it's going to be mutter. Rabbi said it was going to be usher, la'achar pita, that the Raisa which said that it was usher, is, um, the, the Mishnah which says it's usher is la'achar pita, the Raisa that said it's mutter is before you actually eat. But we say no, that, that um, Rabbi was chazer, he holds hoyle, there's no difference before you eat or after you eat, and therefore he's going to be chazer like Abaya. And, uh, and when the Mishnah said it's usher, the Mishnah means it's only usher to um, gargle and spit out, not usher to swallow. We said someone who has a stomach ache, okay, 
they they may smear with oil. But Tanakama holds not Shem and Bered. That's only, it's very expensive. It's only for Malachim. Except for Bnei Malachim. Rav Shimon said, Kol, all Jews are Bnei Malachim. And we said that Rav holds like Rav Shimon, but not Mitameh, because Rav usually holds like Rav Yehuda in regards to when we come to Chumras and Kulas on Shabbos. Um, here he holds like Rav Shimon. He practically holds like Rav Shimon because in his area, he was poskening for his people. He held that it was normal, for them it was normal to use Shem and Bered as a moisturizer, and therefore it was mutter for his for him but where it's in a place where it's not normal, where it's only used for fuel purposes or by royals as moisturizer, then it will be also. Okay, then we discussed in the new paragraph, like we said there are three different types of kisharim. So the kisharim that you're going to be chayiv is the ones that affix the ring to the gummel or to the ship permanently. Okay, and the tanakama um, we said is holds your chayiv on untying shokayam. Or mayor says if you're able to untie with one hand, you're going to be putter. And we asked, what about Aniva? Do we say it's Dafka? Right, a bow, you could tie tight. So when a mayor said that you're not going to be high for untying, you're not going to be untying, high for untying if you can untie it with one hand. Did he mean Dafka one hand? A bow, even a very tightly tied bow, can be done with one hand. Or did he mean that it was loose enough to be tied with one hand, but a tightly tied bow, even though it could be done with one hand, or mayor would agree that it's going to be Chayev. And we said Teku. And then we said that there we have the second category of ones that were Pater, Apal, Aser. We said those are the ones that the that you tie, knots that you tie, the, to tying the leash to the um, ring in the, uh, you know, in, in the camel or the ring of the ship. Those, we said, would be uh, Pater, Apal, Aser. Sometimes, you know, you keep them there for a week or so. And then we were going to go on to explain that there are some that there are some knots that are totally much those are the ones that you untie every single day